Podcast, your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute and just an episode. Saw some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you do to help support the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. All streaming platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor App, YouTube. Make sure y'all subscribe, leave comments, leave reviews. All the feedback is welcome. This is the last episode of 2022. So I want to thank y'all who all been tuning in this year, whether it's just audio, YouTube, both, you know what I'm saying, sporadically throughout the year, every week. Shit, this your first episode you ever listened to me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for tuning in. It's been a great year in terms of content for me, myself. If you've been a fan of this podcast, been listening, been listening to this podcast throughout the years. You know, this year I really, you know, upped the game a little bit with the YouTube content and everything. And next year, you know what I'm saying, through God's grace, it's more of the same. You know what I'm saying? I learned this year, yo, we all got the same amount of time to do things, and everything is not promised. You know what I'm saying? Next week is not promised. Shit, tomorrow, the next hour, whatever. So 2023, I think I'm going to make the best out of every situation, whether it's professional life, personal life, podcast life, uh, shit, hobbies, whatever the case may be. I think I'm going to just take everything 10 times more serious next year because I know this shit can be gone tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. You know, I don't really come out here and, like I said, throw my ideas out to the public like that. The people who I've been in conversation with, especially throughout the past two, three months, you know what I'm saying, they know like things I want to do for next year in terms of not even with podcasts and just, like I said, personal life, private life, relationships, everything, man. So just stay tuned. Y'all know me, just stay tuned. I appreciate everybody for the love, support, and I'm, re- I'm going to reciprocate that love and support next year as well. Like I see people into different things, doing different things. It's out here for everybody to get. It's enough room for everybody to get exposure, to get their money, whatever it is you want to do. If you want to be seen just to be seen, you can do that. If you want to be seen, make some money off your content, you can do that. If you just want to be private, handle your business in private, you can do that. It's something out here for everybody. You know, so you don't got to be in the public eye to get shit done. I think that's the thing with our generation. We feel like everything got to be announced. Everything got to be shown to the public to see your family, your friends, shit, complete strangers. It's just a different type of energy out here, man. So find whatever it is you're comfortable with and go all in on it. Like I said, don't got to be for the public eye to see. As long as you're handling your business, as long as your bills paid, your family taken care of, you're putting yourself first, making sure your body stay healthy, you're doing what you're supposed to do, hey, that's all you need to do in this time of life, man. Trust me, so... Once again, thank y'all for tuning in. Last episode of the year, going to get right to it. Like I said last week, the way scheduling is set up, I had to make this episode all about this New Year's Eve college football playoffs. The, the schedules and the games are already lined up. My Ohio State Buckeyes, we were able to sneak in the top four. Somehow, some way, you know, when teams lose, like I always say, sometimes it, matter, it matters when you lose and sometimes it matters who you lose to. Ohio State, we lost to the number number two team in the country, Michigan. So I feel like we were still teetering on the college football playoffs, but we needed teams to lose. Those teams lost. So and they lost by a great ratio 
in terms of I believe LSU took a loss before. Um, it was another team that took a loss. Uh, USC took a loss. So just some things happened that Ohio State we snuck in. So this New Year's Eve we got Georgia in the semifinals college football playoffs, and Michigan has TCU. But I'm gonna start my Ohio State Buckeyes. First off, salute to Georgia, defending champions, and the great words of Rick Flair. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And for the past few years, in my eyes, as an Ohio State fan, I can admit, those SEC teams have been our kryptonite. From Florida, when Urban Meyer was there, LSU, a couple years ago, Alabama, in the national championship game. So, they've been our kryptonite. And, of course, Clemson, like Ohio State, has these kryptonites. Those SEC teams I just named, Clemson for a couple years, and just recent, our rivalry with Michigan, they have won the last two games against us. So, Ohio State, we do have our kryptonite. So, I do want to shout out Georgia. They're the defending champions, and Ohio State has to win this game. My prediction, of course, I got Ohio State winning this game. And just to up the ante a little bit, I got Ohio State winning this game in similar fashion like we beat Clemson a couple years ago. Y'all remember I came on here, Ohio State, uh, Trey Sermon, all those guys, Justin Fields, it looked like a totally different Ohio State team. I told y'all after the game when I came on the podcast, like, yo, I never seen Ohio State play that great before in a big-time game situation. And I feel like we got to play like that against Georgia this weekend. If we don't play like that against Georgia this weekend, hey, you know what I'm saying, a lot of questions going to be surrounding my Buckeyes. You know what I'm saying? So that's my prediction. I got Ohio State winning this game in shocking fashion, shocking the world. And I feel like we owe it to ourselves, man. Like, the past shit, really, since we won the first college football playoffs, it really been disappointment out of disappointment. Of course, if you don't make it to the playoffs, you get to a bowl game. Like, for us, Ohio State, if we don't get into the playoffs, normally we get into, like, the Rose Bowl or something. We win those games, but the and the expectations for the Buckeyes, like, that's not what we came to do. We didn't come to win bowl games. We came to win the entire chip. You know what I'm saying? College football playoffs. So I think we had to play spectacular. And uh, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more. And while, you know what I'm saying, taking notes for this game and talking about how, like, yo, we got so many kryptonites throughout the years and whatever, I'm damn near on the fence of saying Ohio State might be the Dallas Cowboys of college football in terms of the fan base, in terms of how, like we say, our fan base, yo, is championship or bust. Granted, the Cowboys haven't won in about 30-something years, and Ohio State has won within the past 30 years. But in terms of year by year, our expectations be so high, and it's just one little slip-up that can ruin our whole season. And like I said, past two years of being Michigan, and now the kryptonite and the SEC team, we got Georgia. So just think about that. Is Ohio State the college football version of the Dallas Cowboys? I like to hear people, you know what I'm saying, thoughts on that. But that's just me personally. First off, Ryan Day. Back to Ryan Day, like I said, during the Michigan game, after the Michigan game. Yo, man, go with what works. I think Henderson, our running back Henderson is out. I'm not sure about Maya Williams, but, hey, we got Hayden and we got Chip, the two running backs who I felt like should have got more playing time in the Michigan game. So just go with what worked. We know the running game opened up the passing game for C.J. Stroud and Marvin Harrison Jr. If it's anybody who I'm really not questioning, is Marvin Harrison Jr., even if he is double-teamed or whatnot by Georgia defense, that means Ibuka or another uh, wide receiver got space to do what they need to do. 
if Marvin Harrison got to play decoy and get double teamed, that means somebody else need to make something happen, a slot receiver or something like that. But Marvin Harrison going to do his job regardless. Hey, if you get single coverage, he's going to make the catch. If he get double coverage, that means somebody else got to step up. C.J. Stroud, once again, don't be afraid to run the ball. Whether it's four, four yards, five, six, whatever. As long as it's not no sack, no interception, no fumble, whatever, intentional grounding, as long as it's not that, hey, I'll take it. Because the running game opened up our passing game. And when we a balanced offense like that, it's going to be very hard to stop us. Kirby Smart is a very, very smart coach. No pun intended. He's a very, he's going to make adjustments. It's going to be a coaching battle with Kirby Smart and Ryan Day. So, Ryan Day, I said it after the Michigan game. Hey, I'm not expecting us to make the playoffs, but, hey, we made the playoffs. So, Ryan Day, you got to show up again. You let Har- uh, John, uh, Jim Harbaugh, you let him outcoach you two years straight, now you're going up against Kirby Smart. You got to show improved. That's where Urban Meyer came into play when he was our coach. I know Urban Meyer, for the time being, he wasn't getting outcoached very much. Toward the end of his run, whatever, it was certain games he got caught slipping. But games like this, hey, man, you got to outcoach Kirby Smart. Your coordinators got to outsmart their coordinators. It's going to come down to that at the end of the day as well. The on-the-field play going to be the on-the-field play, but the coaching staff got to outcoach the Georgia coaching staff because that's a championship DNA. You know what I'm saying? Defending champions, so we got to do that. C.J. Stroud, two-time Heisman finalist, got called up to New York for just to sit there and watch somebody else get the trophy. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, the Heisman Trophy is the Heisman Trophy. And this year, I personally felt like anybody could have won it. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't. It really wasn't a year where it was like a locked-in winner, so I was interested to see how that was going to go. But at the end of the day, C.J. Stroud, you were sitting front row. Two years straight, you watched two different people win that trophy, man. So you got to show and prove as well. Spread the ball around. Like I said, Marvin Harrison going to be there. He's going to be on the field, but you don't got to entirely zone in. You're going up against a very, very smart defense with UGA. You can't just zone in on Marvin Harrison. Spread the ball around. Let some other receivers get some touches. Let the tight end work a little bit. If you got to dunk off in the backfield to a running back, do that. You don't got to force it to Marvin Harrison. They looking for that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said Marvin Harrison might be double-teamed, so you don't got to force the ball. Just go with the best decision, the smart decision. If you got a couple yards to run, take those couple yards. Get out of bounds, slide, do what you need to do. This now or never. You know what I'm saying? We don't got to, like I said, the second-half team shenanigans Ohio State be a part of. We don't need to do that. I want to see the exact type of confidence, the exact type of game plan we did against Clemson a couple years ago when we shot there everybody like, damn, not only did Ohio State win – they won in major fashion. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. And CJ Stroud, he got to anchor that run, in my opinion. Last but not least, the defense. Perhaps the biggest question mark going into this game easily for me, being an Ohio State fan, that defense. Michigan torched us. Their quarterback had all day to throw. The quarterback was throwing the ball, running the ball, and we're going up against a very experienced Georgia quarterback. So our defense really got to step up to the plate. I feel like I feel like they're going to get caught sleeping at times, but that's when it go back to the offense. Like the offense got to be ready for the defense not to be fully locked in, fully engaged. Our front four, I'm not really concerned about. Really, our front seven, I'm not really concerned about. It's the damn, it's the damn secondary. It's the damn secondary who got my heart beating for this entire game, and. Like I said, the front seven do what they need to do. We pressure the quarterback. We limit the run. Hey, maybe the secondary can stay with the wide receivers and we can make something happen. 
But just know, going into this game, my biggest concern for Ohio State is our secondary. And I hope I'm proven wrong, but if it's, a, if it's a shootout, it's a shootout. I'll take a shootout, but I don't want to just get our ass whooped again. Like, because Alabama whooped our ass a couple years ago. Michigan been whooping our ass. Uh, before we beat Clemson, they was whooping our ass besides the year – Besides 2019, it was a close game, and certain calls didn't go our way. But before then, Clemson was really giving it to us real good. So I just don't want to be embarrassed, man, if we lose. But Ohio State, you got to show some type of fight. And all really all it's going to point to for me is Ryan Day, what kind of attitude Ryan Day is going to come out with, what type of play calling Ryan Day is going to go out with. The defense, can they make adjustments? Like I said, it's going to be a coaching battle. I'm not talking about the quarterback, the running back, the right receivers, the defense. Once again, to me, it's going to come down to the coaches. It's going to come down to the coaches. And like I said, I got Ohio State winning. I got a shock in the world. But I'm being realistic at the same time. Like, we're going up against a very good Georgia team. They got championship DNA. They've been here before. They're looking to be the top dogs after they finally defeated, you know what I'm saying, Alabama and everything. Now, they want to hold their title. They want to reign supreme. So, I'm taking that all into consideration. So, my – uh. If I had to give a score, I'm gonna say Ohio State 35, Georgia 17. I think that's that's the score. We shall see. I know I don't run for my L's. I don't run for my W's. Yeah, just know I'll be tuned in. Y'all know me zero dark thirty when Ohio State Ohio State playing. I got my boys winning. I got my boys winning, and like I said, we shall see on that part. The next game we got Michigan and TCU. Personally, I got Michigan winning because one, if Ohio State do win. I would like to face Michigan in a rematch for the title and beat them. So that it's out those demons. So I do have Michigan winning that game. I really can't give y'all too much info on how I think Michigan will play, how I think TCU will play. Interesting to see how Harbaugh steps up, steps up to the plate in terms of his coaching. I feel like he's trying to get over that hump as well. So we shall see TCU coming off a, a close, close loss. You know, a lot of people thought TCU was going to fall, but I figured they'll still be in the top four. The fact that he had kept them at three and Ohio State at four, I understand that business that business move. But at the same time, I mean, TCU looking to redeem themselves as well. So we shall see. But I do have Michigan winning that game. And just to touch up on some more bo- uh, some more bowl games coming up, we have in the Gator Bowl, we have number 21, Notre Dame, versus number 19, South Carolina. If I had to make a guess, I'll go with Notre Dame because why? They got a black coach. <laughs> so that's the reason why I'm going with Notre Dame. In the Orange Bowl, we got Tennessee versus Clemson. Two teams who seen at the beginning of the season had high expectations, but they just took some losses. Tennessee, I believe their starting quarterback is out. So I'm going to go with Clemson with that game. In the Sugar Bowl, we got Alabama versus Kansas State. I got Alabama winning. I think they said Will Anderson and Bryce Young said they're going to play in the bowl game. So that's going to get a team a lot of uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? They're going to give the team a lot of pride showing that, yo, we going to the draft or whatever. We risking really injuries or whatever to help come, come back and show the next class, the next guys that's coming up in Alabama, like this is how the team operate. So I really respect that with Bryce Young and Will Anderson – and I do got Alabama winning that game. In the Cotton Bowl Classic, we got Tulane versus USC. USC quarterback Caleb Williams, he won the Heisman Trophy. I like what he did on stage, though. He was like, yeah, I got the trophy, but y'all in the playoffs. So that was dope to be, you know what I'm saying, realistic at the same time, knowing that USC, if they just would have won out, they would have been in the college football playoffs. So that was dope to see. 
So I'm going to go with USC over Tulane. In the Rose Bowl, we got Penn State versus Utah. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Utah on that. Penn State has been looking too, too strong this year. I'm going to go with Utah in the Rose Bowl. So just to touch up on some more games. By the time y'all hearing this, it'll be past Christmas. Once again, happy holidays to everybody. And we do have NBA Christmas games. So by the time y'all hear this, the Christmas games will be over with. But just to get my prediction, for the noon game, we got the 76ers versus the Knicks. I'm going to go with the Knicks, man. The Knicks been on like an eight-game winning streak. At the time I'm recording, I believe, they're still on the eight-game winning streak. The Knicks looking very, very strong. That point guard they got from Dallas, he seems to be fitting in very, very well with the New York Knicks. So I'm going to go with the Knicks over the Sixers. At the 5 o'clock game, well, at the 2.30 game, 2.33 o'clock game, we got my Lakers versus the Mavs. I'm going to go with the Lakers, but don't be surprised if the Mavs win. But it's the Lakers. Anthony Davis has suffered an injury. He's out for indefinite right now. So, I mean, he was playing great before this, and it's the same thing. I'm sure I'm going to talk about it in another episode soon. But Anthony Davis was playing great. I was giving him praises, claps for him when he was playing great. But it was just that in the back of your mind, you're like, yo, how long can this go? That's why I was saying, yo, if you're playing great, you're playing great. That means you don't really got to play every game. But, I mean, he'll be back eventually. But, I mean, it's the same thing we always say about Anthony Davis, man. The injury bug, you just can't run from it. So, but I do got the Lakers winning just off my fandom. But don't be surprised if Luka and the Mavs come out on top with that. The 5 o'clock game, we got Milwaukee versus Boston. I got Milwaukee coming from uh, beating Boston. I feel like they're just trying to redeem themselves, and what, what better way to do it on a Christmas Day game. So I got Milwaukee taking that W. 8 o'clock, we got the Grizzlies versus the Warriors. Steph Curry is out right now, so the Warriors are looking for somebody to step up in that time being while Steph is out for a couple weeks. John Poole has had some great games throughout the time span. Klay Thompson, he's looking more comfortable I believe Andrew Wiggins is out still for the time being. And I think they said the rookie, either he a rookie or he's just been in the league for one year, uh, Wiseman. They don't know what the reason is with him. Uh, Steve Kerr is like, yo, he's not ready yet. Woo -de -woo. In terms of playing, like, he's not hurt. It's just his playing ability is not up to par like they thought he would be. So that was interesting to see in here when I was watching their game uh, last week. They was playing somebody. I forgot who they were playing. They was talking about the whole Wiseman situation. But I got the Grizzlies winning. Uh, the Grizzlies, the young team. Really the – you know how Miami Heat, when uh, LeBron and all of them did the – I think called the Harlem Shake, the viral dance, whatever, when all of them was together in Miami. That's kind of what Memphis remind me of as the, the this generation. Like in terms of the younger generation with the gritty dance and all that and John ja Morant, they remind me of that. Like, if you're a young ball player, I can see people loving the Grizzlies. And I rock the Grizzlies, too. I like that young, braggadocious attitude they got. So, I'm going to go with the Grizzlies. And for the late night game, we got the Suns versus the Nuggets. Jokic looking amazing. I think Jokic had like a 27-rebound game, triple-double a couple days ago. Jokic looking amazing. Hey, man, if you get a third MVP, salute. You know what I'm saying? You can't knock it. I don't knock his MVPs. I'm just saying, yo, just hand it to the man before the playoffs start. And that's all I'm saying when it comes to Jokic. I'm not knocking the MVPs, but I'm just saying, yo, present this man his MVP before the playoffs start because he's not going to be around too long in the playoffs in, as history has showed us. So, yeah, man, like I said, last episode of the year, just getting my sports talk. Once again, I got Ohio State beating Georgia, winning big. 
I got Michigan beating TCU, and I got a Ohio State Michigan national championship game rematch with Ohio State taking it all. And I'll talk about that more. But like I said, if my prediction don't go right, y'all know I'm gonna come back in here, and I don't I don't hide from my L's. I do not hide from my L's. If not, that Tuesday after the national championship, it'll be that Tuesday after. It'll probably be that Tuesday after. Yeah. I'm going to change that around. Not the 10th, but probably that week after the college football playoffs, I might come in here and just recap everything. So if something happened, don't be like, oh, Tyler, you didn't talk about Ohio State. Hey, look, man, the way the podcast schedule, I got to set up. I got to get in where I fit in. In terms of my topics and everything, I got to get it in where I fit it in. So, yeah, so this is the last episode of the new year. Make sure you guys go out. Hope everybody had a great Christmas. Everybody go out. Have a great New Year. Stay safe. Be mindful of your surroundings. Stay warm, most definitely. Drink plenty of water. Eat good. Enjoy time with your people, whether it's your family, your friends, your significant other, your kids, all that. If you're traveling, stay safe. Make sure you stay safe on the road. Stay safe in uh, airports. Whatever it is, if you're going out the country, be mindful of your surroundings. And I'll catch y'all here next year, man. This is another episode of Stash House Podcast, episode 194. Keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all. See y'all in 2023. Salute.